I love wine, but sometimes it can get really expensive, which is why I'm so excited that today's episode is brought to you by Last Bottle Wines. If you don't know, they're a Napa-based online wine shop with a twist. They offer just one hand-picked wine per day until it sells out, which is often in hours. So new day, new wine, always at incredible prices. We're talking 30 to 70% off retail. And the best part is that there's no subscriptions, no fees, and no minimum purchase. Just a daily email with a really great wine. They're offering Datable listeners 10% off your first order with code Datable. And now is such a great time to join as their marathon sale is coming up on March 28th and 29th. They flip that one-day rule on its head and offer back-to-back deals, which means that wines are only up on the site for a couple minutes at a time and shipping is 100% free. They send us a mini marathon package of some of their favorites and let me tell you, they were delicious. Sign up at lastbottlewines.com and use the code DATABLE and find out why Last Bottle is the most fun way to discover and buy amazing wine. We are so thrilled to be partnering with Hinge. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. As you all know, I'm a huge Hinge advocate as I met my partner of almost three years on the app. Even before meeting him, Hinge was always my go-to app because I met more relationship-minded people here and had some great dates. Clearly, I haven't been on the app for a little while, but I re-downloaded it to check out some of the new features. One that stood out to me was the voice prompt, my best friend's take on why you should date me, where your friend can hype you up. Not only does this make the profile creation less daunting, but it's not always easy to see your own green flags. So to test it out, I asked UA some fun prompts to get her take on what I could put if I was dating again. So the first one, how long have we known each other? What was your first impression of me and how has that changed? Julie and I have known each other for almost 10 years. My first impression of Julie was that she's very social, but I've learned that she has a lot more depth to her beyond the social butterfly that she is. My next prompt, what do you think are my green flags? I would say she's deeply loyal. She believes in love, curious mindset, and she is fearlessly ambitious. And then last but not least, what kind of friend am I? Julie is the kind of friend who will always have your back, no matter what. Damn, that feels nice to hear. So download Hinge and try voice prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. Hi, I'm Yui Shu. And I'm Julie Kraftchik. We're active daters turned dating sociologists. Here to dive into everything modern dating and relationships. Welcome to the Dateable Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. It is always our honor to host Brunch Talk with you all. It's like having one big brunch party, except we dish about Uh your burning dating questions because we know you have so many of Uh those, don't you? A new one every week. It keeps us on our toes, that's for sure. The question for today, we'll get right into it, is, is it a red flag if you're dating someone who texts too much? And for more context, our listener that wrote in said, I've been talking to this guy on Hinge and we have a first date set up. Really excited and it's been great conversation so far. That being said, he is a little text heavy. Every day he's been sending a good morning text, how are you doing, which in theory is nice, but we haven't met in person yet. Is this a red flag and should I continue to go on this date that we have planned? 
Let's take caution when we use the term red flag. A red flag is when you've expressed something to this person that you're talking about and they still did not respect your boundaries, did not respect your needs. This does not sound like a red flag yet because you have not expressed anything. This feels like a very much of an internal dialogue. And now it's a public dialogue on brunch talk. (laughs) But have you talked to him about it? This question of too much texting, too little texting. It's so relative and subjective. What he's doing to you, what he's texting you, he probably thinks he's doing the minimum. (laughs) He's like, we really don't text that much. And to you, it's like so much. He's texting all the time. Right. It just feels like an opportunity for alignment and to communicate. Yeah, I think the other piece is that no one knows what rules we're all playing when it comes to dating. Yeah. He might be thinking, like, I need to text this person. This is how you date. This is what I need to do to show I'm interested. And you're like, please stop doing this. It's too much. (laughs) And I feel it's hard because it's like you can't win sometimes, right? For some person, Mm -hmm. you're not texting enough. For another person, it's too much. So ultimately, you need to just talk and realize what is it that's natural for both of you and what is that middle ground. That being said, I don't think you need this conversation right now because you actually haven't met yet. Personally, pending you just don't get any other feelings of discomfort. Check in with your body. Like, is it just, oh, I'm getting these texts and I don't know what to do with it? Or is it that I am tensing up and I feel like this isn't good for some reason? Mm -hmm. I think that's really important to differentiate. Like, am I just feeling like, this isn't how it works and I'm questioning it? Or do I actually feel like scared and unsafe? So that's one thing. Right. And if you feel generally okay, and it's just like, oh, this person, are they a weirdo? Is it a red flag? I would say go on the date anyways. Try to keep an open mind. You have not met the person yet. Or if you're unsure, if you're in the middle state, have a phone call. You know, there's a way that you can get to a middle state and then check in with your body. If you go on the date, I feel like sometimes after we meet in person, these texts that feel weird actually can feel either great or not good because you have context of who the person is. Mm. Where in this early stage, there's still an illusion in a way. Like I feel like people aren't really real, especially if you met on a Mm -hmm. dating app. But even if you met like in real life at a bar or something, it's like you barely know this person. So I would say go for it and then have a game plan based on how you're feeling after the fact. It's really tricky when you're just messing messaging back and forth because you're placing judgment on their texting style based on what you've experienced in the past, which doesn't offer the right context because you haven't met this person yet. And I remember I used to write people off if they wrote too much in messaging, if they gave really long answers or used a lot of emojis. It used to annoy the shit out of me and I would stop texting them back. And I was very much into the people who gave me like one word answers or very mysterious with their answers. And now I realize those are the people who just didn't communicate very well. Right. So think about like opening up your parameters and thinking, could I actually see the good in this instead of yeah. going to the this person's being annoying or being needy? You can already like picture how talkative they would be in person, right? It's a different communication style. So could I be open to seeing the good intention in all of this? But putting a face with the words is so important. Yeah. Like you said, to get that context, Julie. You have no context, right? now zero you have no context and it's so fucking
fucking weird that if you like someone, it's like they can't text enough. Yeah. You know, it's always like exactly. they can always text more. Exactly. But if you don't like someone, even just one text a day is too much. Oh, my gosh. They're so needy. I think you made a really good point that our brains fill in information. There's something wrong because they're doing this. Or this is wonderful. Like we kind of decide which path we're going to take. Yeah. And that might not actually be indicative of the person. It's our own filling in the blanks based on our experiences or the fantasies we have, whatever it is. Yeah. It's so important that we take some of this texting stuff at face value at the beginning. Again, if you're getting like creeped out or you feel like really uncomfortable, I think that's very different than someone saying like, how are you? And you're just like, right. Is this necessary? Very different. Right, exactly. Yeah, finding the context and putting a face with that. It's so good to disconnect with the shit that we bring into the conversation. But let's stop worrying so much about the texting, right? We're missing the big picture here, which is meeting up, finding that in-person connection. There's only so much you can do over text. And I hate seeing people belabor the texting sage of it all. It's like, that's not the important part. Right. So pull your head out of the texting pinhole and start looking at the big picture. You know, what is my end goal here? I'm trying to find an in-person connection. Yeah. I mean, I would hate for someone to miss an opportunity because of this texting feeling. Yeah. It's one thing if you go on the date and you're like, okay, I still don't feel great about this person. At least you know then. At least you know. Yeah. But we have a friend and she is now married to a copywriter. So he used to write in like full (laughs) sentences with periods. And she was like, who the fuck does this? But then it's like, he's a writer. (laughs) That's his job. Exactly. (laughs) So we just don't know enough about people at this stage. I think we need to remember that. And if you're feeling unsure about the date, like I said, have a phone call if you're really unsure. Or, you know, get a drink or a coffee or something that you have an out if you're on the edge. You know, it still could be worth your time to go, but maybe don't commit to like a full dinner where you're stuck there for three hours. Probably shouldn't do that anyways. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Never do that. Just don't do that anyway. Why would you put yourself through that? Well, before we keep going, I'm curious too to hear if you've had the reverse happen where you've thought like, oh, this is like a great connection because of text that didn't pan out. But before we go there, let's take a minute to hear from some of our sponsors. This episode is sponsored by Vaya. We all know there are things that can help set the mood in the bedroom, but did you know a little THC could also do that? Yes, Vaya has developed a unique blend of pleasure-enhancing cannabinoids, libido-strengthening herbs, and a low dose of THC all into one mind-blowing gummy called High Love. This gummy, wow, it will awaken your senses, increase blood flow, and intensify any sexual experience. I've been pleasantly surprised by the High Love gummies because it is just the right amount of THC THC for me to have a good time without feeling sleepy. And hey, if THC is not your thing, Via also offers a wide array of other gummies without it. And everything legally ships in 50 states with discreet packaging directly to your door. So if you're over 21, you can get 15% off and a free pack of award-winning Dreams THC plus CBN sleep gummies with our exclusive code DATEABLE at ViaHemp.com. That's V-I-I-A-H-E-M-P.com. Let the gummies work their magic. Head to viahemp.com and use a code DATEABLE to receive 15% off and one free sample of their sleepy dream gummies. That's viahemp.com and use a code D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E at checkout. Take your passion and pleasure to a whole new level with high love from Via Hemp. 
This episode is made possible by Armoire. Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five-minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic, personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out. Listen, I live in Southern California. There is absolutely no need for puffer coats or any sort of those winter jackets. But when I travel anywhere else in the world in these cold months, I'm often burdened with the task of getting winter clothes. And now with Armoire, I can just rent my winter wardrobe. It's brilliant. Right now, our listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash datable. That is armoire.style, spelled A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. We are so excited to share with you our new podcast, Exit Interview. Dates don't usually end with a satisfaction survey, and yet we rate everything in our lives, from Uber drivers to local coffee shops. So why don't we do the same thing when dating? We're here to conduct the ultimate romance review, featuring daters hungry for love who have agreed to call up old flames to gather honest feedback. Welcome to Exit Interview. He upgraded himself to business class while I was in economy. <laughs> Wait, wow. What? There's feedback that will make you cringe. She could be a little bit hard-headed, like not reading the writing on the wall. And feedback that will make you swoon. When she said that she had feelings for you. I had no idea. Really? And maybe you'll learn a thing or two yourself about how you can be a better dater, lover, or partner. Obviously, like, knew I was going to learn something. I didn't expect this. Welcome to Exit Interview. Listen to Exit Interview on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I just remember my old roommate just being like, new to OkCupid, this was years ago, enamored by this guy, like being like, I Mm -hmm. think I found the love of my life. Wow. And I was like, you should meet him first. (laughs) Because like they were just very witty texts and Uh they were just vibing that way. And then she met him, did not translate in person. Curious, have you ever had this where you actually got like good vibes from the text and then it didn't carry over? Absolutely. So many of those early online dating phases, I couldn't even believe that was the person I was meeting because they were so witty over text. And that's the point of this whole conversation is the person behind the texting is not a full representation of who they are in real life. I was also even thinking about this. Some people text on their phone. Some people text from their computer. Yeah, it's like depending on the medium, it inspires a different way of communicating. If I'm on my computer, I can write novels and I can express myself much more deeply than on my phone where it's just my thumbs. I just want to give like one word answers. So, yes, I've had so many of these mismatches, which helped me learn that I cannot judge a connection based on texting alone. No, I mean, I think about it in general with this whole like, you know, online dating world. I'm very pro dating apps. As you know, I think it's a great way to meet people. Mm -hmm. Clearly, yes, there are downsides. I don't want to pretend like there aren't. But let's be honest that meeting in the wild, there's also downsides everywhere. Mm -hmm. There's going to be a downside. Yeah. 
But I think the most important thing is getting to the date and seeing how they are in person. However you meet, that's the most important. Yeah. When you're meeting through a dating app, the profile, in my opinion, is the least important. That should be like the bare minimum. Do I just feel like this person's good enough? And I know that sounds like you're settling, but it's not. You just no. There's no way to know. That's all you have no. is a 2D photo, like in a few lines about the person. There's no way. And also, I don't know about you, but I feel like anytime I see a photo of someone, they never look the same in person. This is even outside <laughs> of dating apps. Like I had a tasker help with moving, looked nothing like the photo, just never. <laughs> so I've just given up. Like as long as I'm attracted enough, as long as I'm like, this person looks good enough, I will talk to you. Then yeah. you see through the texting, can you at least carry a conversation? Am I getting any like ick feelings or like, you know, they're sending me dick pics or something terrible, right? That you're like, no. Yeah. Then move on to the date. Like that's the only way you're ever going to know. If you stay in the profile and texting black hole forever, what are you doing? Like what's the point of even doing this? What's the point? Yes. They should be very much filtering. I personally think unless you're getting major signs, then you don't continue. Right. Or you find ways to investigate further, like doing the extra phone call or whatever it might be. In those initial text messages, too, think about you're talking to the representative of someone. Mm -hmm. And when you think about, oh, okay, if this is like a hired representative, their PR rep, okay, who cares how long the texts are and what they're saying? This is just a representative because everybody has this representative personality when they first start texting someone. That's not their true self yet. Whatever you're putting out there probably isn't no. super authentic to who you are either. Yeah, just yeah. there's no need to judge all of that based on the texting alone. But I get that sometimes it's triggering to look at a ton of texts and being what the fuck is wrong with this person? Do they have nothing else going on in their life? They're just texting me. So if you start having that feeling, I think it's time to look inward and ask, where is this coming from? Did an ex do this because they were super insecure and super needy and you felt like you always had to report back to them? Is that what it's bringing up? What is this triggering for you and how can you start digging deeper into that for yourself so you can heal from that? Instead of projecting it onto the stranger who has no idea what's going on. And also, like, what are they sending in text? Because I've definitely had a situation. I remember that I was in a meeting at work. This was someone I had just talked to on a dating app. Mm -hmm. We did a plans to meet up. So similar. And he sent me all these texts. And I was like, hey, I was just in a meeting, whatever. And he was like, oh, I don't think we have the same texting style. Oh. And then basically was like, this is why you're still single. I like, got like very aggressive and I'm like, dude, Whoa! I didn't respond to your text because it's the middle of the day and I'm in a meeting. I think what is happening from this text is more important than what the actual texts are. Someone sending you a good morning text, all that, then you can even say like, hey, would love to save this story for in person when we meet and try to like, you know, wrap it up if you don't want to be endlessly texting with this person. But if they do get aggressive or say something then that is a sign, in my opinion. So it's more about what's being said than the actual act of texting. Oh, that's such a prime example of someone filling in the blank, right? Yeah. He just had this idea of you without even knowing who you are. 
And then coming to this judgment that this is why you're single, like this is, <laughs> we have different texting styles. That is his own shit showing up and he hasn't right. resolved it for himself. Let's all try to prevent that from happening. Can we like this? Stop projecting our own shit onto other people. The irony is I do love texting and I probably would have texted with him all the you time. do. <laughs> but I sometimes know. you're in a meeting and you just can't. <laughs> Wow, you just never know. <laughs> you never know. But I do agree with you. A lot of it is coming from your own insecurities, your own past experiences. I could see someone if they had that experience in the past and they get someone new that's a texter a little too much. You think that's going to happen again. Yeah. But we can't project what's happened in the past to someone new without knowing who they are, without knowing their motives. Like they could be asking you a question out of pure curiosity, or they could be asking you a question out of maliciousness. Yeah. But if you don't know them, you don't know their intentions, you're just filling in the blanks, whatever way, whether that's positive or negative. Right. I would personally rather just be like, I don't know right now. <laughs> that's all I know is I don't know. Yeah. And I'm going to keep this in mind. I'm not going to go into maybe the date. Like, I'm like, scoping out a little to see if I get this vibe in person. Not to say that you should go on a date like expecting the worst because that's not a good strategy either. But fair enough if you're a little more reserved than maybe you were before. Yeah. But we can't just like assume with texting, no. especially texting. I really think picking up the phone if you're unsure is such a better strategy than just texting. There's no tone. Yeah, for sure. And it's also good once you meet up is to make these observations out loud and say, I notice that you like texting. Is that your preferred communication style? I mean, it's always up for discussion. And yeah. most people have no idea where they are on the spectrum of texting, messaging. Like, they don't know. And the other question is, like, how much is this their preference versus what they think they should be doing? I found right, right. in my past experience, a lot of these people that are over texters, they're new to online dating. They don't know how it works. Mm. And <laughs> they, they don't know how it works. They're so no, innocent. I feel like that is a thing that people have been like, <laughs> I like, you know, okay, let's just put it this way. If you come out of a long term relationship, you're used to texting that person all the time and being That's true. constantly That's true. in contact. Then you go to someone where you're like, I shouldn't be texting them till we meet. Yeah. Like you have no idea what's happening. <laughs> so That's true. Yeah, that's a good point. We don't know. Basically, the short <laughs> we don't know. is we don't, know. don't read too much into text. Listen to your body, though. End of story. See what they're saying in the text, not just that they're texting. If you are getting major vibes or if you bring it up and say it's too much and then they're like, no, it's not or you're not dateable or whatever. That's the red flag, not that they're just texting. Yes, exactly. Stop using red flags when it's not really red flag. Yes. At least have a convo or at least get to the point where you're like, nope, pretty sure this is a red flag. I can move on. Yeah, pretty sure this is not yeah. right for me. <laughs> okay. Well, good luck out there, everyone texting, using data gaps. <laughs> you could do it. <laughs> good luck in general for all of you right now. But go get your brunch. Go nourish yourself. We're going to do the same. Thank you for that question. You can always send us your questions by emailing us hello at datablepodcast.com. You can DM us on Instagram at datablepodcast is the handle. But if you want the surest, fastest way to get your question answered is to give us a five-star rating and review in Apple Podcasts. First, leave us five stars. And then in the review portion, in that big text box, you can ask us any question you want. And if you do that, we'll push your question to the top of the queue, which we've done quite a bit now. <laughs> so we make that promise to you. 
No ifs and buts about it. Okay. Well, we will see you next week. Bye. The Dateable Podcast is part of the Frolic Media Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts. You can follow us on Instagram at Dateable Podcast and visit datablepodcast.com for access to all the episodes in our premium programs. Also, make sure to subscribe today if you haven't already on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform so you are the first to get all the latest episodes. And most importantly, stay dateable. Thank you.